This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be here with you, Jordana. Virtually, we are doing a virtual taping because I decided to go down to Boca <laughs> and like, visit with the family. You say that like it's spring break. Woohoo! Woo! We're having all the depends. Um, I is there a wet t-shirt I, I contest? Wet t-shirt contest. That's right. Shots of tequila. Shots, shots of body shots. Uh, yeah, it, it's all happening down in Boca. I well, I came because it's my my brother got engaged on Sunday. We need to talk about that. Um, yes, hundred percent. But we also wanted to talk about it's Maddie's birthday coming up. Um. And so we have, in case you're wondering, what is this third square rectangle <laughs> right. um, on the YouTube page? This is your, is this your first visualization of Maddie? I think so. I don't your... know if I've ever made the camera shot before. Well, this is our gift to you for your birthday. Thank don't you. expect more. <laughs> I'm honored. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <We> have... <laughs> My mom is going to be thrilled. She'll be so happy. <laughs> don't expect oh, a gift that... card to Dante. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so we wanted to wish you a happy birthday and you're spending you, you it's a birthday weekend and i said this before we started taping it feels like when you're 20 you're turning 25 when you turn 25 i feel like that every weekend is someone's birthday jordana do you agree or disagree yes definitely agree i think i was jo i remember joking with someone around that age that we should open a uh open a bar and call it some girl's birthday <laughs> Right. like right because right. every like, plan everyone, like, wa everyone ev wants to go out too and so you'd be like oh is someone someone and then someone would be like oh this person's having a their birthday at this bar so you knew there'd be people there right it gave a reason for it yeah it's some chick's birthday some chick's birthday some girl's birthday some guy's having a birthday and it wasn't like you got like every birthday didn't mean tables and bottle service it just meant just like what you said like it's a place people will be who are young and like-minded and like, you know, and looking to go out. So where's your birthday? That's a great question. Plan. I could be using the some girl's birthday bar because I don't <laughs> even know yet. So my boyfriend's in charge of planning it. So we'll That's see how why I you don't know yet. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he took uh -oh. over because I was doing a bad job in his defense. I said I would do it and then did not so so what do you know so far the boyfriend planned birthday you guys will probably be drinking from a 40 in the alley yeah exactly <laughs> there's a dinner a reservation dinner? there's okay. well we're doing dinner um the day before and then some of my camp friends are coming to town so that's very oh. exciting yes so we've got dinner plans well, with them and that's then very funny also not not to interrupt but the the tagline for the bar some girl's birthday was supposed to be where everybody knows your camp friend's name that's yes <laughs> that's literally <laughs> what i need for friday i have no like we haven't figured it out at all yet <laughs> 
I wish you could go back in time and actually invent it. I mean, I Maddie is full of surprises all the time. Maddie from New Orleans has camp friends. I am like blown away. Yes, yes. There's also there's summer camp culture also a big thing in Texas, and I went to camp oh. in Texas. So wow, yeah. Who would have known? I excuse my. <laughs> um ignorance <laughs> yeah I mean it's not as I mean not as big as in Louisiana so I didn't really know until I was dropped off there one day so so where's the dinner reservation made by the 25 year old boyfriend dinner reservation <laughs> is at pineapple club I haven't been there I don't think he's been there either but we've heard from friends that it's fun that's the Jordana d- any thoughts it sounds familiar club. I feel like I've heard of is this newish it's in East Village I think it's new-ish not a hundred percent sure about that i feel like i've heard a young tiktoker scream at me about it that's probably accurate (laughs) you've got to go to pineapple club (laughs) yes yes that's probably probably the energy but good birthday energy at least okay how are you feeling about turning 25 do you feel like like you thought you did everything you thought you would do by this Um, point i feel pretty i mean feel pretty good about it I, it hasn't really hit me yet, as it probably won't until I'm like 25 and a half, and then I'll start saying 25 instead of being like uh, 24. I don't know. So we'll see. I did. I was telling you guys earlier, my mom sent a cake to the office, so I did already cry pre-birthday. Got that out of the way early, so we're good on that front at least. We love it. I'm, That's I'm, so sweet. I'm, uh, it's so sweet. Uh, we know your mom's a fan, so we're happy she got the gift of seeing you on YouTube. Yes. Which yeah. all thrilled. of you can do. You can subscribe <laughs> to the YouTube channel and see Maddie right now. IRL. And, um, IRL, right. That's right. And so, so we have the birthday dinner, the camp friend dinner, and then a bar to be TBD. Bar TBD. There's a calendar invite with absolutely no information on it. That's all we got. <laughs> Okay. That's the most 25-year-old thing I've ever heard in my entire life, and we wish you the best. <laughs> well, you. I just have one more question as it pertains sure. to relationships. At 25, in a relationship, you've been in a relationship for, like, a few years at this point, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So, what – because I've never been in a relationship at 25. What – do you feel, like, high expectations for, like, things being done for your birthday at 25 on, like, around – a present or a dinner or whatever like what's it like to be like in a comfy long-term relationship yeah. at this age for your birthday I honestly didn't know where that question was going I was like oh gosh <laughs> this is where she puts the pressure on um, <laughs> when's <laughs> the engagement <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's not what I meant I don't no, think I she, I, this is New York not yes, uh, not Louisiana right. yeah thank god you're chilling thank god um I'm like you Jordana I like a card that's really the only thing I have ever asked for or expected or and I think you saying that you asked for cards like did I probably copy that move at some point or another so I, love that. I was I was about to say it's too bad for him this comes out after <laughs> the birthday he knows now. so we're gonna find out yeah he knows now <laughs> so you've well let trained. him know you, yeah okay good Jordana <laughs> taught you right yes she did ask for the Thank card you. if you want the card and you'll get the card and that's get great the card right the right card yes yes <laughs> With a note, always so, with a note. So, so honestly, if 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 this boyfriend was like, "Here's your card. We got dinner. You're good." I'm I'm good with that. I my birthday's right after Christmas too, so mm. I'm kind of like, 
I don't know. Okay. If I it's January day. 25th, right after Christmas. I mean, it? it's like a month. I don't know. You know. Well, this is being recorded, so yeah. you can't go back now. <laughs> yeah. Whatever he gets, you'll have to. Now it's literally it's on it's on record. That's so. fine with me. Nice dinner in a car is that's good. I do enough shopping on my own, so I don't really need any more stuff. <laughs> Low maintenance. Yes. I love it. It's the key wow. to a good relationship. Low expectations. Yes. There it is. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. There it is. <laughs> the bar is low. Well, happy birthday, Maddie. Thank you. Um, a very special guest to start our show off. Yes. Love it. Um, Jordana, should we get into it? Yeah, let's, let's get uh, into it. Let's I mean, talk it out. Jared, tell me, you were, so you're in Boca. I saw I'm you. In Boca. I saw you at the beach on your Instagram story. You were like, can we push the recording till three? And I was like, oh, I guess he's got something come up. And then I see you at the beach with your mom. And I'm like, um, immediately extremely jealous uh, <laughs> well the thing is here's how here you get this like it's gonna be a beach day you know and you're like okay today ain't the day tomorrow is the day so i was like i'll check in with you know my my you up family to see if we can push it back and if anyone had anything to say i'll be like ah, oh, we can't do the beach it's okay so then we got out there but it took us like two hours of my mom screaming at me i stopped short on the break which then became you always you got a you got a heavy foot. You know she's talking about me <laughs> oh, you're on driving. the phone okay. while I'm driving to someone else. He's got such a heavy foot, and it's like okay. But it, you're doing the driving, not her. When did it change from her driving to you driving? It's well. Then she start. She drove home, and that was like I was sitting there holding for dear life while she texted. There was a moment that she was driving, texting going through a yellow light over a train track. And I was like, you would be screaming at me right now. Like, what is going on right now? Like, it, 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 it's uh, so I, I my stress level is is high. But the reason I came down here and we're taping remotely is my brother got engaged. And that was uh, the event of uh, of the moment. That was really a, uh-huh. a, a beautiful thing. Totally. I saw it online. I saw the video. I was we were talking about this engagements are great for engagement um right the video killed it right they mean <laughs> the like killed it. very happy for your brother very happy for his fiance i've i've never met them before but i follow them both on it's kind of funny i haven't met your brother before because i feel like you've met really? all 900 of my siblings that's um, true but so but i feel like i know them because i follow them on instagram so very excited yeah for them. My my uh, my brother's fiance is uh, at Ruthie Polinsky. If you want to follow her wedding journey, she <laughs> um, <laughs> the she well she's a sportswoman uh, at the NBC station in Miami. So if, if you're in local to Miami, you may know of her or whatever. Um, and she's wonderful and great. And um, it was it's funny. Like I you know you just like you said you have 900 siblings. Like you've grown up with siblings getting engaged and marries and every level of the sibling thing my family this was like a first for us like i am like i have new this is like a new view of my family unit and it kind of translates to my brother my brother was so stressed because the engagement is all a guy really has to plan on his own yeah you have to plan on your own yeah you have to plan on your own but you get like kind of this vague idea of how they'd want it and like you've you're given like i would say a man planning an engagement is like being in an escape room 
They're like, here's three tools. Good luck. Get out of here. Yeah. And and because he knew like he he knew she wanted her family there for the big, you know, rah rah moment. And because she's got two younger sisters and she's got very close friends and her parents and all this stuff. And, you know, it's funny because my parents think everything's ridiculous. Like my dad, especially. He's like, right. what? not so he, serious, he's... not so terrible. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. He's <laughs> ultra cynical. And he's like. He's like, why? You know, there was a point where my brother was like, okay, her family's going to be there, and then you guys are going to be there too. My dad goes, well, do we have to be there? We we have to be there too. And I'm like, what are you going to FaceTime in while her family flew in from others? And you live you know, here, another- yeah. <laughs> right. You live up the road. Like it's like we have no. My family has no sentimentality. That and <laughs> no like background for this. Okay. Like we've what are been the an adult. Yeah. Right. We've been an adult family of four for a decade now. That's crazy. Like, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like we're in a certain version of purgatory like where and I, I don't know if I'm using that word r- wrong, but like we're in this like waiting room to life as a group. And I'm sure like and this works into being single and being comfy, cozy as a single guy myself, because like. We good. You know, we go on vacation. We go to the beach. We have some drinks. Like, life's pretty fun right now, you know? like. So is your family mentality like, we have enough family, fuck off? Or are you guys well, like, uh, welcome, better... everyone, like, come in. We can't well... wait to, to welcome the in-laws. And we have a new member joining. You're kind of like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a no. <laughs> well... I would say it's similar to my dating. You better be better than my iPhone. You better be more, you know, like you, you better, better have bring something, something to, to the table. Group. Okay. Yeah. Right. Don't, you know, you know, listen, when we do the holidays, like I, I've said, I think maybe here on, I never shut the fuck up, but I, you know, like holidays, it's like kind of an open casting call. We have like a bunch of like, you know, the, the land of, you know, forgotten toys that right. join us for holidays a lot of times. Cause we're just like, yeah, fucking come. You know, we're going to do some stuff at the house. There'll be drinks, food. Right. Come. But you guys so never it, separate from each other. I will. I, I mean, no, it, it, if we got things, if there's better things that we should be <laughs> doing, like, you know, my brother works during Thanksgiving, so he's not around Thanksgiving. Right. You know, his girlfriend or now fiance was there at Thanksgiving with us. Come. Yeah, it'll be great. Okay, so you are welcoming. We're welcoming, but like also not like begging anyone to come. Right. But then there's also a high bar, it sounds like, for like hanging a little bit. You got to hang. You got to, you know, you got to like you you got to to meld into this thing. Right. Right. I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, we aren't really melding our thing into your thing, you know. Right. It's it, it, well. Well, it's my such dad's... a different experience. Is what I'm saying. From it makes sense. Like when you're talking about all my siblings, like Mike came to me at my, my family at like our first Rosh Hashanah. Um, there were like 40 people there, and they're all like right. my siblings and their kids and their husbands. So like, <laughs> no one gave a shit what he was doing. Um, right. He's like, should I bring the kosher wine? I'm like, no one's going to even know that you brought anything. They're just, it's, you're going to put it on the table and no one's going to have any idea who brought what or care. Right. Um, right. 
<laughs> Which probably, well, to the opposite side of the spectrum, it'd probably be nice to land somewhere in between our families. <laughs> there, yeah, there's there's somewhere in between who that's probably the healthiest. <laughs> healthy, yeah, like somewhere between who are you right. and what do you got? Well, you know, right? I mean, my great my great aunt at one point thought my grandmother's sister at one point thought I was my brother's girlfriend. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> that's fantastic that's so funny just like very easy to fit in in right. in my sense but i you complete opposite with you you've got to make your mark right and you know i guess uh, as a compliment to ruthie she's been like wonderful and like a, a a a willing participant she like you know came in and wanted to kind of joust with the madness that goes on with within these walls so you know, it, it, but it is funny. I'll say this about the the wedding planning experience and the only view I have of it is watching my brother. And then my takeaway is how how much it's it's not about what you're and it's a lot like what we, we talk about relationships. It's not like the thing. It's like the greater thing. A lot of these things become about who you are. You know, like my brother came, you know, like it's not my brother came in with a plan. He's going to get engaged at this bench where they had their first date. It was a COVID first date. And then he's going to come meet the whole family um, at a restaurant. And then the first restaurant he chose was like a steak place. And my dad and I were like, nah, that ain't going to fly. You know, steak place. That's not the freed way. Well, that's kind of what it became for my dad. My dad was like, we're not, you know, like he was just like very much like this isn't who we are, you know, and I'm like, and I'm like, you don't have to make it that deep. But that's what every kind of wedding thing becomes, I think, because then my brother for him and to go back to like, it's the only thing the guy has to plan for my brother. He's going, you know, you get treated like, you know, when he when the whole thing was done, like all her friends or, you know, they're like, you did good, kid. You did good. They treat you like you're a dog who didn't make in the house. Like you're well, just like you, and because and then, and when you say I, you did good kid to the guy, that is insinuating someone has done bad. You know what you're saying when you say you did good guy, you know, and it's not a high bar for the men. I'm not saying it's a difficult thing. Right. But it, it is this this like this weird thing of like you know, and that's what got him stressed out, and we, you know, became a family argument about where we'd have this oh, dinner. Yeah. It's the most. It it definitely has the big. It's the biggest thing that the groom gets. You know, good or bad, known for. And here's the other thing: it's like when you get engaged, the next month of your life is spent telling that engagement. Oh, you're engaged. Right. How did he do it? Let me see the ring. It's like basically right. you get like an assessment. From right. every single, like, even like, and more than any other thing in your entire life, you bought a house. No one's like, let me see the pictures. Where did, right. <laughs> how many bedrooms? Right. Like, that's, um, if you, and did you do, did you plan this right? Did right. you plan the house right? Did you do the, the mortgage correctly? Like, people don't even get in the weeds with engagements. They're like, oh, yeah. You know, I want to know everything. Yeah. Everything. So, you know, I think he did a great job, but at the same time, like even here's another thing. I'll give you a small little tidbit. I posted that video that I told you about. Mm -hmm. uh, I so I so I taped Ruthie coming in and getting surprised by all her friends and family, and she had this big dramatic moment, which was hilarious, where she like literally crumbles to the ground, like, and I'm like, woman down, fiance down, you know, like I'm making fun of it. So I posted this video, which was a very sweet video. I put it on TikTok and. You know, there were commenters because my mom wore white <gasps> to uh, <laughs> oh. 
And it's like two. <laughs> she wore like she wore white to the surprise after he pro- uh, the proposal. Like right. she wasn't in a bride's gown. She wasn't, she wasn't in, in a dress. No, she she's like a white like a, top. Right. Right. Or in a white skirt or cream skirt. I wouldn't sure. even go. Whatever. Whatever. Not to get down the the road of ridiculous, but. And it's interesting. There were commenters on TikTok. And this is like TikTok has lost a lot of credibility from me. This is, um, mm. you know, I, I, I see the commenters and they can be fun and whatever. Like this is the most fun and innocent video that's ever been made. And to say, oh, mom wearing white on the engagement. You're like, so you came here to basically to go back to my theory on weddings where it's about what it says about you. They came in to say. Well, I would never be that type of person to take over your engagement because I would never wear white. And it's like that's what they think they're saying. Right. What they're actually saying is like, I'm a fucking loser who would care if someone wore white to my engagement um, proposal, proposal, (laughs) celebration. Like to me, that's the lamest part of it is the fact that someone like you would care if someone did it at you. Like if your mother in law wore a white like top to to the to the proposal di- dinner after like who does everyone right. oh everyone thinks she's the bride like I don't right. think so <laughs> is that what you're worried about right what are you trying I I don't know it just was like what are you trying to do here like the bridal community like t- the bridal this is why I hosted brides I had a good time yeah. but I also noticed brides are not your regular betches community the betches okay. bridal community does not fuck around. They don't like. They don't think it's quite as funny. Right. <laughs> nothing's funny. Yes. Nothing's fun. Nothing's funny. Everything. And I don't know. I got you know. It it got me to thinking of like. Remember we did a red flag deal breaker. Or I think we did an email about a woman who had a big TikTok following, mm-hmm. and how the guy kind of backed away because he was like, I don't really like like this. Yeah. I'm like more towards that guy than not. At this point, I had a couple TikToks that have like taken off the last few days and the type of like what people are looking for to do on there and like slam dunk on people. It's not a man's world. I I really do believe it is not. It is in that high school cafeteria, like let's create division teams world of let's make sure we make someone evil and embarrass the fuck out of them world. And I'm like. If I saw, if I was like, oh, met someone on Hinge, and then I right. saw that, like, she's doing get readies with me to get ready for her date with me, I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah. I, uh- <laughs> that checks out to me that, like, that's the TikTok. Because that's kind of the TikTok demo is, like, closer to that high school, college right. age. And I think that that's sort of, like, gets views and that gets likes. And I can see that. I mean, I'm not really, I don't really go on TikTok that often. But when I do, I'm like, I can't be here. Right. Well, I'm on it more now because I did well. You know, it's like that 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 draw of the the likes and attention, you know, so I open it more. Yeah. You know, and I'm like and I feel myself feeling icky and not great. So I can understand like and and some of the TikTok people I follow, they are always arguing with someone. And I'm like, now I kind of understand why. (laughs) You could be part of that of that TikTok. Uh, uh, Please. Psycho crazy people. You could you could be there. (laughs) I'm asking you, Jordana, give me an intervention, intervention? if I ever end up there. I'll have, yeah, every, you, I'll have your whole family 
Um, That's future right. Sister in law, I'll have everyone on here. I had one more question about the engagement, yes. and then we'll get, and then we'll jump right into the show. Jump right, as they um, say. As they say. Did it feel, because there's a thing, and I don't think it's a made up thing. I think a lot of people feel it. If there's an older sister and her younger sister mm. gets engaged before her, mm-hmm. it can feel quite bad. Interesting. Did is yes, there any this. and and you are the the elder brother? I'm wondering if this is yeah. solely a female phenomenon, or is it like it's like a it's like a trope almost? Like the younger sister gets engaged. It is a, you. R- right. But, this would be in a movie about someone mad at their. I think there was a movie. Life. It was called like Twenty Seven Dresses, which okay. is like basically so. about that whole <laughs> concept. I it was you know. First of all, couldn't be happier for them. Of course. Um, I First of all, it's not a... Th- I, ne- I felt no ounce of jealousy, no ounce of anger, resentment, not even, even close to that. So I guess it isn't a thing for me, and right. I've proclaimed that I'm 10% away from the guy you're dating. I don't think it's a thing for a lot of guys. I will say that seeing how... Of course, my brother is. I guess that I'm. I'm. I, I don't know even know if that's how, a way to describe someone. How of course he, knows, he is. Like right. of course he we're getting sure, engaged. Sure. Right. He's so sure. Made me like. Oh, that's the. That is the. The um. His vibe is what I want. Okay. I, I I would aspire. I he became Inspiring. aspirational, inspirational to okay. me. Yes. Um. And I do, you know, I, I do look up to my younger brother and, and a lot of the ways he is and how he operates and who he is as a person. So it was nice to see that, like, our, you know, someone who's so much like me and that I love so much, you know, it was so easy for him. So that you go, oh, maybe one day it'll be right. easy for me. You feel hopeful. Because, you know, right. And, and I guess hopeful became the, yeah. And also, like... I said this on a podcast where I talked about the engagement um, where it's like I've always kind of I, I could understand why my brother was getting so annoying to deal with during this thing, because it's like it, as just by nature of being the older brother, I've had the feet in the sand he could follow or the feet in the snow like I could. Right. I've always done things first. This is the first thing he's done first. So he was like, I think a little bit more. Straight. There, you didn't have me being like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I'd go that way. Like I couldn't really give. Right really personal like from experience advice so it was um but it's also nice that he cares so much he's like he really of course you know, oh, yes i'm saying like that's great well, he really he, wanted to make it nice i'm I, like that listener who wrote in about her boyfriend <laughs> just throw, tossing her the keys to the house <laughs> there you go bitch uh, so i no, but i will say it's kind of nice for me it's a little bit like you know we talked on oversharing and we had a great time like opening up on oversharing i overshared that episode did so well people loved love love that episode thank you so much again for coming on i had a blast i did have a little bit of feeling like oh did i say too much but i do it is nice a little bit of a relief to have the 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 feet in the snow in front of me for a change and i i think maybe i need that a little bit so with my dating life and so that I guess that was my that's my opening up my feeling on that. I think that's great. And it it does to me, it resonates with me as a thing that I've heard other men say, especially right. when they're 
a lot of the times you see this where men are in a relationship and they have a friend or a brother or someone else in their life that they're close to. And the other person's like, I've heard this from a man before, like, um, you know, I had dinner with a friend and he was so excited to propose to his, to his girlfriend. Right. Like so sure, so excited. So, and I think for a man, sometimes if you are with someone and you don't feel that, that moves you in, you know, in a direction. And I think that that's a very big thing for men probably because like, it's hard to tell, you know, is this right? Is this not right? And I, so, so I, I assume then when you see someone who's like, you're like, Oh, of course, like I know a hundred percent. I don't have that feeling. You're like, okay, that so it's so you do know when you know. Right. And, and uh, totally. And especially because older men aren't exactly like glowing about marriage. Like they're just not telling you how awesome it is. You know, they That's just not a conversation men have. Or, and right. it's, you know, like literally they'll come up to you like, what's it like out there when you're single? And you're like, OK, fucking chill out. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> you're, right. you're making me depressed, man. So, yeah, it, no, I, I it does feel like it's a part of that sex in the city thing you were talking about with the cab light on like i do think a part of what turns it on is seeing that angle right seeing it how people be like super excited and into it so that's great congrats to thank you is it harrison or harry he's harrison but we i call uh, harry we had a big I, have i told that story here before yes, you told him to, he go, tried by to go by harrison harry. i i i said no go on that yes i, I, I said that's a big mistake yeah, so Harry and Ruthie, they have they're like an eighty year old couple. Love it. Oh yeah, they are. That's funny. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the so, theme of their wedding. Um Right. Golden oldies. I'm excited to hear more stories as the wedding planning continues because they're always Oh, they're I have so are. many. There's many I can't tell yet. Um Let's <laughs> <laughs> I work through them and then and then you'll yeah. spill all the uh the deets. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. 
You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows what are we talking about today jordana and is there anything else going on in your life i'm sorry i feel like i've I've taken all the oxygen no you had a big family moment i've had not um (laughs) But yeah, I've got a benefits taping on Friday, so I'm you know I'm, I'll I'll spill all the tea there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. I will read the first email. Go for Hi, it. Hi J and J. I just wanted to get your take on this issue, as it is something I think about often, and maybe something Jared might be able to relate to. I'm 35 years old, and I've been dating my boyfriend for a year. When we met on an app, I liked him off the bat and was attracted to him, but was convinced it wouldn't be a long term thing. In fact, I had anxiety about continuing to date him when I knew in my gut this wasn't it. This isn't a story of I didn't like him and he convinced me. I did like him. I liked hanging out with him and was attracted to him and wanted to see him. He was just very different from me and didn't seamlessly fit into my life. We had different backgrounds, different hobbies, found different memes slash jokes funny, and sometimes conversations stalled. It wasn't one of those things where we just clicked and could, could talk for hours right away. But I liked him for many reasons, fun, attractive, goofy, kind, smart, etc., and was into him. So we just kept hanging out. Now, a year later, I'm so in love with him and really happy. We talk about our future all the time. And while I don't know what will happen, I do think we are an incredible match. I'm so happy I kept dating him despite my initial doubts. I think I needed time to grow together and get more common ground and bring each other in on each other's lives. When we met, I was 34 and had a lot of my habits slash finances slash travel slash friends slash humor slash life in a settled, comfortable place, and he did too, in a place that was different from mine. We had to undo some of our habits independently and make the effort to grow together consciously, which I don't feel you need to do as much when you meet when you're 24 and your life isn't as settled. I feel like you always hear these stories of people meeting in their mid to late 30s and getting in the fast lane, often driven by, I'm sure, aging fertility and a rush to catch up with their peers. But people don't really talk about how it might actually take longer to fall in love in your 30s because you've had so much time to grow separately. And there's often a bit more work that needs to be done to undo your single life and make room for them. What do you guys think? Am I taking my own experience and making a general conclusion that isn't relatable? Or is there something to having to be more patient to click in your 30s? What do you think? I think this is a really good email. I related a lot to it as they assumed. Um, I, I do think this is like the hard part about dating in your thirties. Like, I do think this is the difficult thing. You got taste, you got, you're Mm -hmm. more aware of yourself, of the things you like, the things you don't like the like, and I, 
And it's the thing that gets you so frustrated because you do go, you do question yourself. You go, I don't know, I got to make, I got to, I got to push through this. I know that annoys me, but they're a good person and they're trying to, and you have to get over your own uh, mental humps in a way that is annoying. I think this is the frustrating part because they are right. Like I do things a certain way. Jared Freed Industries <laughs> operates a certain way. And if we brought in a new CEO or, you know, chief, you know, of uh chief of penis, you know, like, uh, <laughs> like I'm going to have to, yeah, CPO, <laughs> chief penis officer. Um, I'm going to have to make some changes that are uncomfortable because you've already, done things a certain way you know like uh, i mean jordana you met mike not you know at 22 you yeah. know there's got to be things do you relate to this um it's i do re- i relate in a in a different way i think when you're the older you get there's like there's these two kind of opposing forces where it's like one you're kind of like more comfortable like you said in your own way and you're like happy enough in your own the way you're doing things on your own um but then there's the other side where, and, and then there's also that, something that goes along with that of like, oh, I didn't like wait this long to like be with someone who spells your wrong. Like <laughs> it's almost like in some ways you can become pickier or just, or like oh my you God. can stay, or like you said, because you're so comfortable or because you're kind of like, well, I waited this long. I'm not just going to take someone who said that annoying thing at dinner. Like right, I'm not going right. to settle for that. <laughs> um, but I think it depends. I think it's totally dependent on like what your dating setbacks are. Like for me, I think I met Mike later because if I met him earlier, I wouldn't have been as interested in him. I think I was much more interested in like a gamified version of dating that wasn't about like being my real self and looking for my own real standards. And then I think when I got older, I was let like I valued different things more. Right. But also, yeah, well, when I met him, I wasn't like immediately like I didn't feel that like intense kind of like fucked up spark thing that I had felt with right. other people where I was like, I have no idea if this guy likes me or not. And so I'm more attracted. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I well, I guess that works into it, too. Like, I guess like your past dating stuff works into it in two different ways, like. You were like, I can't do this thing that I've been doing, doing with right. other guys. Right. That's my that's my past. That's my pattern. Right. And I, I think for for me personally, and I think it's like this, like I, you know, I, I do have this sense of like, I don't want to do that thing again. You know, like I, I, I you know, I think those those dating I hate the word trauma because I don't want to use a word that's too much for, you know, dating, you know. I mean, you can use the word trauma and just and acknowledge that trauma is a spectrum. It's a real thing. Right. Yeah, there are real traumas. But like the idea of like these dating experiences, I'll say, okay. that, that went negatively. Right. Um, negative dating you know, experiences. Negative. Da- <laughs> Thank you. Um, the the negative dating experience that you have, you go. I mean, you you start to hold back from even going forward because you don't want to have those experiences again. But you have to go forward in a in in order to see if this can work out. So you push through sometimes. You're like, and then sometimes you push through and you go, "I'm doing it again." 
Right. I got I got to end this again. Look what I did. Well, I think that happens no matter like what your dating issue is. Like you're saying like you're kind of like I have to push through. Like I know this is my pattern. I'm pushing through. And I think that's really when you see a change in your dating life. Like for me it was like, okay, this isn't the most exhilarating feeling that I've ever had. Is this am I and I think that's a, a thing where you're if you deal with a lot of dating anxiety and then you find someone yeah. who's stable, you're like, well, this feels kind of boring. Like, right. I know that they're going to call me like that's like not that exciting. And then like you maybe your initial urge is like, oh, am I not that into this? But then I like you said, if you like stick around and you like fight that urge for like whatever your unhealthy coping mechanism is for that thing, which is probably oh, let me seek out the person who, like, treats me shittier because they're more exciting. Right. Or mysterious. <laughs> right. Um, then, like you said, like, the the uh, the progress comes from, like, pushing through that uncomfortable feeling of, like, I need to immediately get out of this. I'll give you an example. Um, this just happened. I get a DM from a mom. And this is not me inviting DMs, Okay. <laughs> This is not me inviting DMs. I got a DM from a mom. Hi, I'm a mom. Uh, She explains, you know, and I'm a huge fan. And I really, I keep thinking, and I know this is weird. I know this is crazy. I keep thinking you should meet my daughter. And I read the message and I went, this is sweet and funny. Did she send pictures? No. Um... So I, I I was in the car on the way to the engagement and I showed it to my parents. I go, look at this. How crazy is this? And I read the message like as a like to them thing. I don't know why. I just thought it was funny. And I thought I knew that they would think it was funny, too. That's sweet. Yeah. My my parents were immediately like, go out with her. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, no, I'm not going out with her. Come on. Come on. And they were like, just. Look at how nice this mom is. And I was like, I go and I said to them, I go, I get a lot of messages like this, like not to, you know, let you know, hey, I, I, I'm i OK without mama bear. And I go, I don't even know where this person lives or how old they go. Just go, you should do this. This okay. is a, look how nice this person like it is funny that it's like from the mouth of babes like they have no thing in their head. Right. They have no blockade. And I go. Why? Uh, like, I didn't take it seriously. I saw the message. I was like, well, well this is a funny one. If they saw all I, of every message you got, they might also take it less seriously. Right. Yeah. And they were like, you know, the the mom did the Jewish mother thing. So then I went and so I liked it. I said, thank you for the nice messages. And I followed the mom. Okay. To see who we're dealing with. And she didn't send pictures. I hate when people don't send pictures. I know. You got to send pictures if you're going to try and fix someone up. Because... I hate it becomes that. this. It will because yeah. pe- I, I'm not saying this because I'm looking to get all these pictures. I'm saying this for your own good Put in your folder. Okay. <laughs> right. I don't No, I'm saying people, this. Forget you. You getting people right. for pictures. People like I get DM'd. not like every day, but occasionally I'll right. get DM'd. But I, I, I would love for you to set me up a Jared. I'd love for you to say if you're sending me a DM and you don't send any pictures um, and your profile is private, then like you just get ignored because like. I I'm not going to ask you for pictures. It's like it's like when you when you when you send when someone when someone asks for a resume and a cover letter and you only send the cover letter and you don't send the resume. Is the person going to going to email you and say, could you actually could you send the resume? It's like, no, 
I'm just going to ignore you I, and move on to the next application. <laughs> I think a lot of people do that because they forget, like, I, I live by one motto. Jared, you're not that great. So I think some people are in their moment, star their own movie moment, and they're like, me being bold means that I've done the job. And no. being bold alone is not the full job. You're not, you know, good for you. You get to pat yourself on the back, but you're going to go through either the pain of having someone go, let me check you out. Like, that's how right. it feels when you get no pictures and you go through with it. And I have. I've made the mistake. You go, oh, let me let me see what you're looking like. And now you're that douche. That's that's why you can't. Doing what, right. You can't ask for them either. Someone no. just got to so, send it. So that the, but it, it is interesting when I heard my parents just like totally nothing. They were like, yes. And why wouldn't you? It's one drink. Nice mom. And you go, man, I wish I was as I wish I had a little of that. And I think what you do when you're single and you're going out and you get a, a, you get a, you're older, you have to start like taking a little bit of the positivity medicine. You got to drink the Kool-Aid, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that I relate to with this person because they're like, it doesn't have it all, but I like them and I'm having fun. We'll keep pushing through that our humor is kind of like i don't know about this guy's humor but now i like him for that humor yeah well that's what i'm saying i think that's like the beauty of like giving things a chance which is like maybe that was her issue previously in dating is that she like made kind of immediate judgments um, right and i don't know i think do i think like i think you often hear of people who are like you said like in their 30s and then they meet someone and they and then they're engaged within a year. Right. Because maybe their issue wasn't about that. Maybe their issue was, I just didn't feel like, like I could see the whole thing. And now I know what that feels. I never felt like this at all before. Now I feel like this. And so I'm just going to like immediately play out all my cards. Right. And it's a wheel. It's like a weird, it's a weird cocktail of what makes you comfortable. You know, like, you know, being, it's almost like, oh, I'm so comfortable with what I know and don't know about myself that I'm okay being uncomfortable with this person, you know, to figure it out. Yeah, and that's a thing that you have to push through, especially because the more you practice something, the more comfortable it becomes, the more ingrained it becomes. If you're single for a while, the more ingrained it becomes, the more used to your own way it becomes. Right. How will I sit on the toilet without a dating app if I go forward with this person? Like, right. what will I do during those poops? Yeah, you have to push through that fear. <laughs> no pun intended. Right. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 
timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarence multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarence fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarence products. And it's no different with the Clarence multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP. UUP with promo code UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Keep sending your awkward sex, UUP at Betches.com. Um, are you ready, Jordana? I'm ready. Let's do it. And if you're listening now and you're in the Toledo, Ohio area, um, there's about a thousand tickets available for my shows. <laughs> uh, Jaredfree.com. Please come. I'm coming to Europe. Uh, check out my website. Um, also, the people of Toronto. Jordan, I think we got to do a live you up in Toronto again. That's I've city. heard, yeah. What a blast. Unbelievable. What a reception. The messages were beautiful and heartwarming and embarrassing. Canadians uh, are so nice. Yeah. Their reputation is there for a reason. I'm a big fan of the pod. After listening to many awkward sex stories, I have mustered up the courage to share my own story. When I was in college, there was a small hookah bar I would visit quite regularly. It got to the point that I sort of became a regular customer, knew most of the staff. There was always this one cute guy who would serve me in in a backwards baseball cap. Naturally, I swooned, and I developed a bit of a crush on him. Whenever I'd come by, to, I'd try to gauge if the feeling was mutual, but he always played a cool, so professional <laughs> of him, I would tell myself, LOL. <clears throat> Maybe she was half, you know, trying to let him know, like those DMs. <laughs> One night I was there, I finally resolved to make a move. When I got up and went up to him to ask for the check, making sure to lean into him a bit, I quickly added, I just wanted you to know that I've always found you really attractive. I leaned back to wait for his response, and he almost immediately grabbed my hand, led me out the back to the private employee parking lot where we proceeded to make out on the hood of his coworker's car. Oh, wow. The private employee parking lot. Wow. Exclusive. This guy. 
This is for real. I would visited the hookah bar a few times uh, after that when I finally decided I was going to let him fuck me. How many times can you go to a hookah bar? Yeah, that's not my hang. I, I've been, I, <laughs> I mean, it must be. I guess it one? must be. I've been to one many times, but not like cons- – it's like once every two years or something. If like the, Right. It's not like I'm going for lunch. I don't know. <laughs> little hookah lunch i don't know to me it's almost like it reminds it it feels like the frequency in which you'd maybe go to like a strip club like just like not right in the not in such like frequent casual way she seems to be going like she's talking about like it's a coffee shop right when i (laughs) when people tell me let's go to a hookah bar i'm like what like i like i have a weird response and anytime i've been to one they always feel like they were started like with a good idea in mind, and then they just stop taking care of it. Like, it just, like, everything's a little bit too lived in. Yeah, they covered it up with some, like, 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 I don't know, music or... There's always, like, a certain vibe, which is... Yeah. It's good for, like, a certain specific kind of moment, but I just find it so interesting that she's in there all the time. Right. This is <laughs> this is her cheers. Right. Uh, I... I'd visit the hookah bar a few more times after that when I finally decided I was going to let him fuck me. That sentence, I don't know if I, if I. It's enjoy not the it. most PC of uh, <laughs> a phrasing, but let him fuck me. Okay, I showed up. It's very a empowering. Body... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I showed up in a bodycon dress. LOL. What's a bodycon dress? A bodycon dress is like a tight, like. A, a, a very tight dress that like you could see your whole like your, it shows the outlines of your body okay because it is so tight and, and my biggest push-up bra bringing my 34 b's closer to god <laughs> the poet and asked him what he was doing after his shift and if he wanted to hang out after he closed up we walked 15 minutes down the road towards his house it was dark the city was quiet but i remember seeing big rats and thinking about how eerie everything felt when we got into his house, it was totally dark and I couldn't see shit. I remember looking on the floor and being able to see a really dirty carpet with loose change and dirt on the rug. My hookah hubby made his way across the <laughs> kitchen and lured me. The kitchen is this way. I stumbled towards the sound of his voice and my Forever 21 gladiator heels. When I got in his bedroom, I decided to assess what we were working with. No bed frame, no fitted sheets on the bed, just loose blankets and a pillow. I remember thinking, ah, men are so funny. (laughs) We started hooking up, but after some time, I decided our styles weren't gelling together that well, and I didn't want to have sex with him after all. Things naturally fizzled out, and I nuzzled against his body into the crook of his armpit. I sort of snuggled against him and let out a very satisfied exhale. So I began, (laughs) this is your place. I said, I looked, I said, as I looked up at the ceiling. He responded, no, it's not. The world stopped spinning for a second. Then whose fucking unmade bed are we on? He proceeded to explain that his roommate was having family sleepover and he didn't want to take me there. So he asked his coworker if he could borrow his place for the night. I thought about how he took me to someone else's house and let me think it was his. And I got the biggest ick ever. So after that, I never spoke to him again. LOL. Signed, Hookah House is this. That's good. It's a good sign off. <laughs> Great sign off. What do you think? Um, 
Yeah, this is this is like a this wasn't the this was kind of a CD overall visual I got for every aspect of of uh, this whole experience. <laughs> right. It, it didn't feel good to read this. No, it didn't feel good to hear you to hear you read it either. Um, I'd call this one. Uh, Don't fuck the guy that works at the hookah place. <laughs> <laughs> to put it mildly. That's my name. Yes. I, I hookah's house is this is really good. That is a very good sign off. Right. Hookah sheets are these. <laughs> hookah. Hookah am I doing with my life? Or that's really more right. of a what? That's more of a what? Than a <laughs> hookah should stop. Hookah, sh- hookah should stop hanging out at the hookah bar. <laughs> right. Hookah pays the rent. <laughs> Borrowed bachelor pad. Here are Maddie's ideas. Borrowed bachelor pad. Hookah. Hookah up. Oh, smoke and mirrors. Hookah up. I like it. It's funny. Hookah up is good. I I don't know. I I it is funny the lengths like men. If someone's like, I got I'm hooking up, man. Men will just like go to bat for you. Like the fact that someone at the place is like, yeah, take my place. Right. That's even weird. That's weird, too. The fact that he asked the fact that he took that place, the fact that they didn't really even have sex. And then they're just lying. She's like. And then that's the best visual for the whole thing. It's like you kind of tried to have sex. She didn't really give details, but it sounds like it just like wasn't working out. And then she's like, so (laughs) this is your place, huh? (laughs) Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, that is something he should say before they get in there. I mean, he probably thought it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Why do you feel like he needs to say it? I don't know. I I just want to know where I am. I I I feel like like I I if I if I was I'm I kept thinking like if a woman just brought me to a home and I was like, wait, this isn't your place. Like, what could I trust them about? Like, if they if they've been able to lie to me or leave out things in a way that I couldn't figure out, then this person right now knows how to. Just like, like they're a master manipulator almost. I'm just getting the feeling like trust isn't like a hallmark of this relationship. Right. <laughs> that right. we're, they were looking at here. But she, yeah, I don't think takes this is long, long-term potential. She takes off his backwards hat and she's like, you're bald? What? You know, like it's like, <laughs> it's like this isn't my place and I'm sorry. You know, this, I, respect uh, this her, I respect her proactivity. Oh, absolutely. Like you're, you know, and... You know, I, 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 you have to assume, I would assume he doesn't have an apartment at all. Like the, the roommate story, I don't even believe like you made out in the parking lot the first time. It's not like he was like, Hey, come home with me. Like there's kind of a natural progression of things to be like, Hey, you want to go home? Like, yeah, he did never did that. Does he have a car? Cause it sounds like (laughs) you made out on on the friend's car. I don't know. He's a no for me. It's. It's a, it's a deal break. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. 
Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do another yeah. email. All right. Hi, Jane J, longtime listener and a huge fan of the pod. Getting into it, I recently went to Mexico for a vacation. It was not a party trip. More so a family trip as I went to visit some relatives for the first time. I went alone and without my boyfriend of five years. Before leaving on the trip, my boyfriend and I had a few discussions on how I feel he is getting too comfortable. He is very respectful and treats me well, but this has made, but has made less effort this past year once we moved in together, less romantic gestures and date nights. Things have just felt very stagnant. Anyway, my cousin in Mexico invited me out to a club for one night. However, I was pretty anxious as I am not a fluent Spanish speaker, but she, but she convinced me. She invited many of her friends who don't speak English, but they tried their best, which was nice. But then someone in her group walked into the club that I could not keep my eyes off of. He was my type to a T. I got introduced to him and she said, this guy is from the U.S. too. So we chatted and discussed where we were from. Turns out he lives in my state, but about six hours north. For a couple of hours into the night, we just exchanged smiles from across the room as we were both getting pretty trashed. Fun. Eventually, we, both, we ended up next to each other and chatting again and drunk me found myself dancing with him. I did let him know I had a boyfriend and it would obviously just be a dance and that's it. In the whole five years of my relationship, I have never danced with a different guy, even on girls' nights. This was the very first time I ever felt temptation. Dancing to Spanish hip-hop can get pretty sexual since your ass is pretty much grinding the guy's dick the whole time. From experience with my boyfriend... I'm sure sure that's how the the people of Spain describe it. (laughs) The people of Mexico is like, oh, you got to do one of our dances where we... Rub on the dick of the man. Yeah. Just get right on there. From right. experience my boyfriend, and now this guy, yeah, boners do happen, and you can feel them, LOL. A couple of times <gasps> he kissed the back of my neck and was telling me how I had such a nice body. Okay. Here's my issue. I loved it. I loved the attention. I loved the compliments. There was no makeouts, but I can't say I didn't want to and wouldn't have if I was single. Drunk me was convincing myself that if the roles were reversed, my boyfriend probably would have danced with another girl. I know this all depends on preferences and boundaries in our own relationship, but what do you think? Is dancing with another person cheating? Should I take this one to the grave? Signed, what happens in Mexico stays in Mexico. It's so interesting, this email. Like, the question she has at the end is, like, that's the big M. Night Shyamalan surprise. Is the question of, is this cheating? Which is, like... Right. Right. I was thinking the the same thing. Right. It's secondary to like the bigger issue. What this there's a huge issue here. Yeah. And she does a lot of qualifying statements to kind of like put herself. It's 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 interesting. We talked about TikTok earlier and TikTok seemingly to me lives in the land of who's good and who's evil. It lives in a very punch up punch down world with no context and no nuance and i'm just gonna run to one side of the line or the other 
And she does so many qualifying statements to make sure that we can make a decision of cheating or not cheating when and then she totally loses what she should maybe be looking at, which is I need to end my relationship with my boyfriend. Yes, she doesn't. I, I totally agree. She's focusing on the wrong thing of like. Am I good or am I bad? Did I do the right Right. thing or the wrong thing? Is this, is this, what does this say about me? When it's more, it's much more to me, like exactly what you're saying is like a symbol of that all is not well in this relationship. No. And, and like to set up, like this is very Reddit to me. Have you ever read those Reddit like stories that they put? Like like, the am I the asshole kind of things? Am I the asshole? Yes. Okay. And and the am I the asshole stories on Reddit, they all seem fake to me because they live in this like they're almost all cliches. They're like, like, you know, am I the asshole because I didn't invite my mother-in-law to this party? And the mother-in-law is always the biggest asshole in the world. They explain the mother in a way that you go, who the no mother exists like this. They explain it like to me, it's nerd porn. You know, losers want to believe the whole world is against them and want to tell you the story that way. So, you know, all the bullies in high school, the bullies, you know, like I'm sure. And this isn't to say bullying doesn't happen, (laughs) but this land of black and white where, uh, you know, so the way this emailer kind of makes this story work, they start with my boyfriend hasn't been giving me what I need. So I was feeling so down that I went to Mexico and my perfect type is there. Mm-hmm. So now boyfriend doesn't give me what I need. We can all understand that. Go to Mexico, my perfect type, and he's six hours away. So it's almost giving her permission like we could maybe date, you know, right. and then it goes into um, how she loved the attention, the compliments that she wasn't getting from the boyfriend. So and there's no makeouts. But if I were single, and then it ends with, I, if the roles were reversed, and my would boyfriend would have. Right. He would do the same, and it's like, okay, I don't. I to me, you didn't cheat. Good for you, but you're still in a relationship that you don't like. Yes. So, what would you rather? You that's, know, like that's the bigger point. Like to me, right? It's, and it's kind right. of like. Even if you technically didn't do anything wrong, it's not about again wrong or right. It's like. What are you missing from this relationship? What is driving you to what is driving you to do this? What made you want right. to do this? And like is that salvageable? Is that something you can work on with this boyfriend? To me, if I would go home and I would tell him. And I would right. I would say this is what happened. This is why I I'm not I don't think I I did the right the right thing or the wrong thing about I, I this is how I felt when I got this attention and um, this is something I'd like to work on with you, or this is something I wouldn't like to work on with you. And I think that whatever we had here isn't kind of going away. I, I, I agree with you. And here's something I'll say to the listener. And sometimes I need this said to myself as we learned on oversharing and I'll give them this gift, so to speak. And you can agree or disagree with me, please. I would say to this person, you're not a bad person for going to Mexico and dating against someone's boner and realizing <laughs> This is something you may want more than what you have. Yes. So, right? Like, to me, like, that's where they're, like, holding themselves back. Like, you're not a bad person for being presented 
with a, a scenario that made you feel differently about the one you're currently in. Right. Or exacerbated the way you already felt. Right. Because she's absolutely like, and she's the one saying I felt like that before. So the question again, I think when you when you when you harp on this, am I moral or am I immoral? Am I right or am I wrong? Am I like you are what you are. And right. like that's up to you and your boyfriend to decide that that's right or wrong. But I the bigger the much bigger question, again, which I find it odd that she's not even answering, is like, what do I do about the way that I feel? Right. I I I I do think the moral purity conversation that she's having is in the way of that. Like, and it's almost like if we were like, it wasn't cheating. She go, she might go, Oh, I'm a good person now. And I don't have to tell him. And like, I just think this only gets worse. Like, right. Like, well, that's the whole thing. It's like, she's like, Oh, I don't, maybe I don't have to say anything. Cause it wasn't cheating or I should just take, I, it wasn't cheating. And I, so I don't, I should, I shouldn't say anything because it was cheating. Right. Almost the cheating or no cheating thing lets her off the hook from having a personal conversation with herself that's a lot more difficult than A or B. Right. Because that's a question of, am I happy with what I have? Am I, do, I, am, do I feel good about my relationship enough to stay, stay in it and work through it with this person? Is a much right. more difficult question, like you said, than, <laughs> well, I, my neck got kissed, so am I cheating or not? Right. It's a much harder question. Like a kiss in the neck. One one seems like a one seems like a hard. It, it might maybe it seems like it would be a harder question. Is this cheating? It's not. But it's that's the easy part. Right, right. It, 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 that's the um, no. There's no moving out of the house that you guys just moved into. With am I cheating? Am I not? Right. It's only yeah. like the conversations that come after that. So have those conversations. Right. Let us know how they go. You ready to play some games? Let's do it. Let's do it. J&J, love the pod. Jared, I loved you in Virginia Beach. Thank you. I have a red flag deal. Deal? Deal? I'm having trouble speaking. I have a red flag deal breaker for you all. I had been in the early stages of talking to a guy from my gym, and we had been on one dinner date. We both work out after work during the week, so the time to schedule a formal date on weeknight on a weeknight was slim, so we agreed to hang at his apartment one night after the gym. I get there expecting that this could possibly lead to something physically intimate or just another chance to get to know him deeper and chat since our first date. He keeps checking his phone and casually mentions, man, I keep missing this guy. I asked him who he was talking about, and he just replied, my barber. Not understanding what the big deal was, I asked, what him, asked him what he meant. He responds, my barber should be here soon to cut my hair and beard. This totally took me aback. He didn't warn me whatsoever before I came that he also had plans with his barber. And the thought of trying to get to know a guy I barely know while his barber shaves his beard in his living room sounded so uncomfortable to me. So can you imagine so you can, can you imagine me asking about his childhood while a third party strokes his <laughs> beard hair? Anyway, there were many other issues of compatibility that caused me to decide that I was going to head home and not wait around for his mobile groomer, including a sexually hyperactive wiener dog and a long rant about how he mouthed off to a policeman the other day. But I'm curious, without the, red, without the other red flags, if the guy invited his barber on your second date, would that be a red flag or a deal breaker for you? Second date, third wheel. What do you think, Jordana? Deal breaker. 
We're going to like try to multitask. It's like, it's like, oh, we're going to dinner. Let me, it's our second date. Let me just stop by and drop off my dry cleaning. We're going to stop by my house first. And then we're going to like, no. (laughs) Right. Right. What about you? Just getting a haircut while you're over. (laughs) Just come over. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my new coloring. Um, I, you know, it's interesting from my end. I, you know, when I do shows at night, sometimes it feels like I, I, I never want to make someone, I try to not make someone feel like they're being fit in. Yeah, that's respectful. Well, and sometimes I fail at that. You know, sometimes I'm like, you know, you go, you know, or I feel like I fail at that because I'll go, okay, let's get together at 7. I have a show at 10. To me, 7 to 9 is a pretty good first date. No, this is like you making the first date, them coming to see you at your show because you're working. Right, right. (laughs) That's different. Come to my show. Yeah. (laughs) That's yeah, you no, I know this date. is yeah. This is different. Yeah, don't come to my house, and then all of a sudden my accountant comes over and goes right. over debits and credits. Yeah. Exactly. Or they come, they come to your house, and then you're going over the outlines for the show, right? Together. No, <laughs> yeah, this, this is a deal breaker. Like the and also, you know what's more of a deal breaker? The idea, like I do think, if someone's like, well, I have to do the gym after work every night, like right, I don't need to be involved. With you, listen, and I'm saying this as someone who loves a schedule, loves having like, you know, things in place and knowing when I have to be somewhere, where I have to be. But like, you, I don't need to hear about these things on date one. That, well, I don't know, maybe I'll make it happen because I got the gym every night and we can't do it. Di- if you can't do a second date now, you're never going to do a second date. Yeah, this guy doesn't care about it. Being on a date with you. No. Otherwise, he wouldn't get a fucking haircut <laughs> while he's talking to you, while you're there. Well, he would have gotten a haircut to see you. <laughs> yeah, before that. Right. Wouldn't make right. you watch. He would have cared how we looked. You, wouldn't make you watch how the meat is made. Right. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. Let's do another. All right. Red flag or deal breaker. <laughs> he mentions all the dates he has lined up before we even meet. I appreciate his honesty, but he could have been vague and still gotten his point across. Do you want to read his message, starting with definitely an insult? I'll be him, you be her. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking more, that one there is a cunt, ain't she? In a British accent, but that works too. Ha 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 ha. Are you using cunt as an insult or term of endearment? Definitely an insult. I didn't know cunt could be used as a term of endearment. You're really cute. But I set up a sl- <laughs> look at this. Look at this transition. I mean, my God, <laughs> he goes from cunt to she's cute. Cunt to cute. Definitely an insult. I didn't know cunt could be used as a term of endearment. You're really cute. But I set up a sledding thing with someone today and a couple of dates this weekend. I'm going to wait to see what my experience is like with those people before I spend time talking to anyone else for now. If you're still here and I come back in a couple of weeks, I'll reach out then. Good luck, soldier. Stay safe out there. Oh, my God. I hate all of this. First of all, yeah. the fact that he uses cunt as an insult or and says it casually in conversation on a dating app before you even meet someone talking about how the way you speak to other people, <laughs> that's a deal breaker. The, <laughs> before we even get into the fact that he's uh, telling you about all the other people he's dating. Right. I, I, I guess the only thing I'll let he did say a British accent. They do use that word there. So I don't know if this is coming from foggy London town, this email, but 
So Maybe. it might be more normalized there. But I, I'm with you. This conversation's off the rails already. <laughs> And then the sledding thing seems like also crazy to me. Like who, why did you have to say the activity you were doing with the person? Like you're telling me not only the date you have another date, but what you're doing. Right. (laughs) This was like a less is more situation that he didn't opt for. Like he could have just said, Hey, you know, things are really busy right now. I don't even want to like exchange numbers because I don't even want to get down that road, but I would love to chat with you again if I come back on the app, I don't know. There, there's see, there's a better way to go about what he did. Cause I did walk away from reading this going, okay, I understand what he's saying, but he doesn't have to say it that way. Right. There's such thing as being too honest. You could just say, Hey, I might actually, I'm probably going to actually take a break from dating. You don't have to tell the right. truth. I'm going on another date. I'm going to see how that <laughs> one date we're going sledding. We might thing. get hot cocoa after. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like three weeks in with this chick. She sucked my dick last week. I, I think it might go somewhere. I'm confused. It's like you're on. Again, I think people need to remember you're on a dating app. You don't owe anyone an explanation. And in fact, it's weird if you if you if you give too much information. Right. She I mean, this guy could have just said definitely an insult. I didn't know cunt could be used as a term of endearment. I um I think you're really cute. Maybe we could get some drinks sometime. Then she could write back and he could disappear. Right. Like even that would, would be fine. okay. Better than this. <laughs> right. Then yeah, we got a sledding the date. visual of him sledding. I don't know. <laughs> right. I got three dates set up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's do one more. You ready? I'm ready. I've this one is insane. Unbelievable. Okay. I almost don't had, believe it. <laughs> I If we didn't have a picture, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Right. Okay. I've hesitated to write in because this was just so strange to me. I should have seen the signs before agreeing to the date. A few weeks ago, I matched with a guy, let's say Tim, on Bumble. We began chatting. The conversation was decent. We seemed to be looking for the same thing, and I gave him my number to continue chatting and setting up our first meeting. One day, the conversation moved into favorite foods, and the main reason we both matched, pizza. Can I just say, if the main reason you guys matched is pizza... Maybe it wasn't enough to get off the app. Potentially, yeah. He mentioned all his favorite types of... It's a low bar. (laughs) He mentioned all his favorite types of pizza, the best places to get different styles of pizza, and his overall (laughs) top choice of pizza in the city. Okay, actually, now reading that, I'm like, okay, it's not just like basic. He's like a pizza fucking enthusiast, clearly. He's not like a a casual pizza eater. Yeah, Uh, okay. We got Papa John over here. (laughs) As Caminos. As a pizza lover myself, I took note of the places and gave him a few that I had tried and enjoyed. He also makes his own pizza, which I did not realize was so in-depth, dot, dot, dot. He jokingly said uh, he would teach me all about pizza, that he would have a course syllabus prepared so I would know what I was in for. Fast forward to our first meeting. We agreed to meet on a Sunday afternoon for drinks as I already had plans for dinner, legitimately. We ordered our first round of drinks and started chatting about work and my dogs. Normal first date stuff. As we were ordering our second drinks, Tim reaches down to his jacket and says, I have something for you. Hands me the attached piece of paper. A front and back pizza making course syllabus that he will quote unquote teach. Yes, it was folded up like this. And yes, I was shocked. Then I saw my name in the (laughs) syllabus. 
I scanned the rest of the document politely, but it was two pages of details. As I am trying to figure out what to do, he's like, did you, he, he is like, did you think I would forget? Oh my God. I said, no, but this is intense. He said, I just thought you would really like to learn how to make pizza and have fun. At this point, he said he was going to use the restroom, which gave me time to scan the rest of the document and pointing and pointedly not sign the document and ask myself, is this a red flag or deal breaker signed? Not my pizza slice. This was she sent over the document. Don't worry. Well, we're going to have to share it, right? We got to share it. We're going to have to share it on the Instagram. Um, Right. This was crazy. This it's is, crazy. This is insane. Do you want me to read? I yeah, mean, well, I could go through. Let's read it. Okay, so it's it's titled. I don't know. It, he titled it like it was an actual class. Yes, UNCC like, P twelve twenty four Introduction to Pizza Science and Perfection <laughs> with Professor Blank, Winter twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three Sunday four to six. Is that the time of their date? I don't know. I mean, that is in depth. I mean, this guy put a lot of time and then he writes four to six week course, 12 credit hours. It's as if he had this ready to like revamp for new dates, though. Like I, I, I that was what I was thinking, too. She I don't think she's the first person to ever receive the pizza course. It's worked right, with someone. Well, right. And, and the formatting, like just the formatting of it. Like, I don't know if I have this in my computer to do, but I guess. There are pre-formatted Word documents that you could just plug into. This guy has a lot of free time at work. If I'm his <laughs> boss, I am firing him. Enough okay. with the pizza syllabi. Syllabi. <laughs> <laughs> Course description. Oh, office hours appointment not needed. A lot. It's just too cute. I, is this, this is. Is this too cheesy? <laughs> <laughs> That was not. This is that was not. I I and you to me, okay, I'll read the course description. <laughs> At Pizza University, we offer intensive pizza classes designed to guide restaurant owners, caterers, and other aspiring pizzioli to to cult pizza pizzioli to cultivate the absolute best pizza-making practices. Students learn the theoretical as well as gain hands-on experience making the perfect dough, the secrets of the sauce, stretching techniques for forming the perfect crust, and all about their all about ingredients. Our highly qualified instructors will provide the training you need to succeed in this competitive market. This guy is data. What is going on here? This guy is fucking his pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> It's a sexual thing. It has to I be. mean, it has to have been. I mean, let's say he. Okay. Mission learning opportunities. We can't read this. Jessica. Whole thing. I'm not going to read it, but it just okay. Jessica. He, her name is in here. Will be introduced to 14 types of flowers from mainstream flowers to stone ground grains, camet. Ancient grains, whole wheat, soy, Manitoba, full body, organic, and semolina for more complex and tender, trendier mixes. Now, he goes on and on. Do you think he took a pizza making class and this is what they wrote to him? Like, I mean, there is. And he made it. He made it cheesier. (laughs) Like, 
Yeah, I mean, it must be. Maybe he must have adapted this from something, and it must have worked on someone. And he was like, "All right, like this is what I'm the guy who does this." But uh, even the end of it is so weird because it's like the, when you look at the course rules. It says attendance is mandatory for all six classes. No courage will be given. Must complete the final lap to receive credit. No refunds. All monies and time tendered will be considered non-refundable. Only third, three people allowed at your course graduation. All wine consumed will be free while supplies last. First come, first serve. What? This no. This is a class he took. He took a class because there's no, that's the only explanation for like monies. Like it, 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 he copied and pasted a class thing that he did for fun. It has to be. I would assume. because I can't. I mean, even the languaging of it is so professional that like he either has the most time in the world. Or yeah, like he's like kind of a nerd. It sounds like. Here's the thing, red flag deal breaker. It's a deal break. Like, let's say it's your first anniversary, and this is something like to me. There, like, this is when we get into like, if you like him, you'd like it. Territory. He doesn't even know him yet. This is their first date. But this yeah. is. But this is my point. Like this in, in this is something your parents would go. Oh, look how hard they're trying. You know, like, and and you go, no, 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 there's context. It was a first date. My name's on this piece of paper. He has a printer, apparently. Like, who in the fucking world is printing <laughs> out things? Like, Right. He's personalized it. Right. I have to sign something on date <laughs> one? Yeah. This is the perfect example of, like, too much too soon. Right, because if this is a six month anniversary gift that he came up with. You're going, Oh my God, I've hit the jackpot. He listened to something I wanted to do. Uh, it's funny. So it's cute. a little bit yeah. so cute. Yeah. He took, took time, whatever, but I don't even think day three, this would still be weird. You don't think it'd be weird. I'd be less weird. Every it'd time be, you it see gets each less, other, right. it's less weird. <laughs> right, right. First time you see each other after one discussion on the app, so weird. Too weird. Right. And it's like people always ask us about like scaring a guy away. This is the stuff that scares a woman away. Well, anything that shows that you are more that you've invested too much into this relationship too soon is a turn off for either party, I think. Right, you're right. Like, right. And you know, in either way, either direction. I mean, I'm turned off by this person and I wasn't even on the date. Like if I so I'd be like, okay, it's too much. I got to get out of here. Right. Well, it's just like this isn't appropriate for the level that we are at now. No. <laughs> we got to post this on the Instagram. I yeah. mean, this is wild. If you're getting a if you're getting a printer out before yeah, date yeah, 2, the minute, there's Do you understand when I went to Toronto, I had to stop the Uber on the way there to stop at Kinko's so I could print out my <laughs> My letter of like why I'm going to Toronto for customs. Oh. Like, this is insane. Jared, you can print at our office next time. I appreciate <laughs> I'm going to take you up on that. Just going to let you know. That's where I do my printing. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I, same Z's now. <laughs> okay. um, well, we solved dating again, Jordana. We did it. So proud of us. Enjoy the rest of Boca. Um, Thank you. Great episode. And we'll see you on Sunday. Boom. Bye. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. 
social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.